This is Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we've got Into the Badlands. This was the... Season 3, episode 7? Seven? 7. Yeah, we got one more for the fina- uh, mid-season finale. Man, the season's flying by. You ain't lying. Um, Dragonfly's Last Dance. We were talking about it a little bit ago. Who, are we going to say that Ren is the... Is it Ren? Uh, yeah. I think Ren is the Dragonfly, I'm guessing, in this one? I'm assuming so. Considering she's the only one who had a... Final moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess we could have given it to Arthur, but uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna no, go with Ren. Yeah, I'm gonna um, go with Ren. Uh, like, giving it to all right, him. is this just a bad joke because she has one leg? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, I mean, can we uh, put this put this in hindsight here? I mean, it, it's not very tasteful. But I mean, the with the writers it, having a good time yeah, with this one, I think they're having a blast. Um, we're gonna put it on Twitter. Writers, were you having a fun time with this one? Yeah, guys. Tell me off the bat. I mean, like, really. What were your thoughts on this? I mean, because, like, hit us up on social media. You know, we're on Bleed TV, uh, on, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're YouTube. on Instagram, YouTube, all these places. Got to know your opinions on this. I mean, were the writers having fun, or are we off base and this is somebody else? Yeah. You know? uh, we I we think, think we're right for once. I, I, yeah, I think we're on the point. <clears throat> but, you know. But, I mean, did you expect to see Ren again? You know... I mean, because the last time we saw her... Sadly, the preview made me believe that that was her. Okay. It's one of those things where the preview is kind of like, ah, darn. You know, no mystery with the gas mask. Yeah. Um, well, because like, <clears throat> the whole lead up, they try to make you feel like it was Tilda the entire time. At least that's what I was getting. And yeah, I, to a point. I just kept saying, why'd they keep showing this person walk downstairs with one leg not matching the other? Oh, it's Ren. Yeah, that's... That was that that giveaway, you know. That, that's one of the examples where those previews can really hurt you sometimes. Yeah. And but I mean, I kind of wish that they would have given us a little bit more entrance into this, you know. Because I mean, the last time we see her, she's feeling sorry for herself. No one does this, and Baji's like, I mean, I, I believe, you know, there's hope and stuff. And then right. we just get her leading a coup. But right. it was a great episode, so I'm not that upset about. Be it. honest with you, the episode itself was really, really good. It was really, really strong. Um, I mean, we, it also had one of my favorite scenes of the entire series ever. Yes, Namely, not because of what the content is, but because of just, how it was shot, how the music was done. It was one of those times where slow mo was used in a unique way, different than what they've been doing it. Yes, and when we get to that part, like. I'm 100% just fanboying how much I enjoyed the, this part of the episode and really, really, really impressed with some of the stuff that was done in this episode. Um, I thought it was good to have a change of pace. I liked how the episode were like, we're making plans. The last episode had Widow acting as she was cunning. She's got a side plan. She's going to get the child to do this, that, or so on. They decided to have. I love how they had an ep, you know a council where Lydia is standing up and speaking her piece. Mm-hmm. I loved how they you know they diverged on their opinions but decided to make a decision anyway, and it led to a great scene with Moon and Lydia, you know about who's really being like a soldier. I mean, like all this writing was so well done and put together. Um, and but just I, the chemistry <clears throat> of all of the breakoffs, like you it said. was. Yeah, like, I mean, you have everyone in the room, like they're kind of seeing sparks fly and everything, and then like you said, boom, Lydia Moon go over here. And their chemistry is clicking it was, it immediately. Was, yeah, clicking was the exact word. It's just on point, on point, on point. And for all that to be happening, and then suddenly to get gas bombed. Yeah. You know, to show them actually have a plan of going in there and executing it. I love it when somebody doesn't just show up and you're like, well, how'd they get there? 
they actually showed you they blew through a checkpoint they you know they broke through the fence and the gate you know they had enough people i loved all that showed good planning and bravo to the weapons people because these crossbows look a lot more legit than we had at the beginning of the definitely season. more deadly yes. and um so when they come in in a gas I was uh, I was impressed, you know, and I was like, wait a minute, here's a Lewis Tan moment. Exactly. I was so excited. I'm like, we're finally going to get our boy Lewis Tan a victory. He's going to be able to just wipe through everybody, and I cannot wait. And he goes in, knocks out two people. I'm like, yes, and then the gas overwhelms him. Yeah. And our boy Lewis Tan he is, is going to get a solid one-on-one with a really quality foe dominating win soon. I have a I mean, it's got to happen. At now we're just hitting the numbers. We're like 0-4 already, so like that one. We're getting there. I mean, yeah. I love the guy to death. I think he's phenomenal. Uh, I love what he brings to the show. Uh, but come on, writers. Get this yeah. guy a clear-cut, I'm a badass victory. Yeah. Give it to him. Don't he, don't give him the dual fight with the Widow where she's kicking ass and taking names and you're in the party. I need this guy solo doing his thing. And at this point, he might need a 1v2. Like, uh, I might not believe it at this point, but I need him to win a 1v2 or something. <laughs> got to. Got to. Um, so, he gets gassed, and they, you know, good acting, you know, taking him out and knocking him, you know, and she takes this club and hits the widow. You know, to me, I was like, well, you know, they got to the widow. They could have had a knife, and they could have ended her. But yeah. they didn't. But, and there's a good reason that they didn't. And they explained it. Another good example of writing being solid. Um, you know, they put him in the cage. They go through their, you know, the whole motions about, you know, you're going to end this war. Yeah. I love Widow sitting here like, man, I made this to hold a boy and everything. And this is really coming back to bite me. Yeah. (laughs) There's no doubt. But, I mean, like that led to a lot of, like, inner thinking for her. Like, wait, am I the good guy? Am I actually doing what I think I should be doing? There's a little reflection going on. That's what I was looking for, reflection. All right. So, I'm going to complain a little bit. And there's a scene where my boy Louis Tan, you know, Chow, reaches for, you know, the arrow weapon like that and gets shot. With the bolt through the chest and shoulder area. Well, first off, are we believing any chance that Arthur, uh, I think that's his name, is able to even get the shot off before Tan can get the weapon and everything? I don't know. I was going nay. Uh, that didn't bother me as much as that this wound evidently is severe enough that they have a hard time pulling the arrow out. Yeah. And that when they do pull it out, it's bleeding almost uncontrollably, supposedly, because they're showing the blood. Just and, gushy, like it's right. a waterfall and everything. And so this is right through where the pectoral muscle connects to where your shoulder and to your bicep and everything else. Basically, the perfect place to get shot is. Right. And not only that, that means anytime that you even rotate your arm, which was this his left shoulder, mm-hmm. this would hurt extremely in the chest area. Okay? Now, coming from a person who has a torn pec, I will say any... Slight movement does hurt, but I don't see it being that deadly. But, I mean, I, I did have a lot of, it, I guess, eternal bleeding probably after tearing it. But I, I would think that that's not a deadly place to get shot at. And I don't think you would die from it, but I think you moving your arm would be... Impossible. Very almost impossible due to the wet... You know, if you got an arrow shot through your, your back area, yeah, into your shoulder... Your arm is going down for the count. You would be in a sling, and you know. I mean, you've still got a lot of movement, believe it or not. Would you say that the fight scenes he had later, which showed no blood, no, oh no, no, and as effective as he was using that arm as being, no, like I mean, continuity. It took me about nine months to get movement back fully. Yeah. 
So this this is my part problem with you know you know but he, Chow's he doing, character. Yes. But I mean, he was doing a lot more kicks than anything. I'll give you that. But this is my problem. We saw him get impaled by a sword. Yeah. We saw his stomach get slashed and miraculously healed. The, like the impalement disappeared. The slashing of the stomach is already healed and gone. He and now we've got an arrow through the shoulder, chest, etc. So on. And it becomes, by the end of the episode, it's non-existent, non doesn't affect him, doesn't even wince in no. pain. And, I mean, the widow is literally worried about him dying. Because of the bleeding. Yes. And then he quit bleeding. I just, these, when you write something else so good, don't leave out these little details. <clears throat> I know you want to have cool scenes with this guy who has martial arts, can do a lot of stuff great, and everything else. <clears throat> but let me give you a great example. Sherman Augustus is a character who's lost a hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, you never see him use his hand like he has a hand. We did this episode. When he turns the key into the engine, he's using his metal hand. Yeah, but his hands are already sticking out, so it's just like a turn. Well, no, 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 no. It's like the fingers. I didn't see it in Gramp. He does grasp it. And so, like that, I was curious to know, like, if he has finger movement. I in it. don't know, man. I'd watch that again, but I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that because I was looking hard at it. Because I was. But like, think about it. Have you ever seen a fight scene or anything else where he's using that hand like he has a real hand? No, no, he does not. Right. I mean, so like they've they've gone through those things correctly, and there's other parts where you see like when Sonny's hurt, he he shows that he's hurt mm-hmm. and he he maintains that through a fight scene. So I just want the the tanninator, you know, you know, <laughs> to make sure that you know we're we're staying that. I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe it was filmed out of order, and like that <sighs> scene was filmed before he got the wound and everything, and they just didn't. There go back are and people fix it. on shows for continuity. There are. We we've known a few of them, and we've talked to them, and that is somebody's sole job. And there's got to be somebody who says, um, yeah. "Hold, pump the brakes." Homeboy can only use one arm for this fight. Yeah. Remember this. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll get off the subject. But that was a that was a detail that hurt me. But um, and I don't want to rave about it all throughout the episode and stuff. But yet again, the blood splatter <laughs> and like the unique ways that they did it in this episode, out of this world. Yeah, I mean, good but, special effects are great. <laughs> Special effects people just absolutely crushing it. Yeah. I mean, her prosthetic leg was awesome. Loved it. You know, it looked like something that was made barbarically in the field it was for so, somebody. It was like such a bright beige. It was like such yeah. an odd color that you will never see anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciated that. I, I love so, that they were, you know, they showed people getting executed outside mm-hmm. with, you know, crossbows. I loved it. But did you see these people being able to make this plan happen? Um, considering it was 100% a surprise and that they're in flower attire or, you know, butterfly attire and everything else. Okay. I give it, I give it very, very plausibility. Oh, now thinking about it like that. I mean, it's an inside job. But like, it was just like, these people couldn't get past a single sniper. Sniper. And so like, that's what I was looking at the whole time. But like, now that you have it, like. You know, his inside job. Right. They do. They aren't going to get searched when they come in and everything because they are part of the widow's camp. Okay, that that's making a little bit more sense. Yeah, to me, it was all, it was all on point. Uh, the gas thing was great. Yes, um, I mean, they had a lot of tricks up their sleeves to help further it. Yeah, and so all that was good. Uh, I really, really enjoyed all that part. And then you know, the basically where they were able to 
uh, get a hold but, of homeboy, you know, strength, you know, kill him and get his key. Well, I mean, the I widow think you're underplayed. Just, this is possibly the coolest death I've ever seen on the show. The widow. slow through the vertebrae and everything. So you're not going through the skull. So it makes it realistic. And then through the mouth, the, you see the arrow come. Not through. only that. Not only that, she she had her hand by his mouth and blood's going down her glove. Oh, I love it. I mean, it. Emily Beecham, you are my hero. Yes. I am no flinching, kneeling no at you now. Kneeling. <laughs> kneeling. Yes. Bowie, like, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. You rock. I mean, oh. And every scene in Three Inch Heels and this garb. And, again, Giovanni. I mean, Giovanni Lapari, like, the costume well, design. Guys, you can go vote for him in the Emmys. Please, let's get this man an Emmy. He deserves it for everything he's done on this show. Be- Dude, how about even the more exciting news is he's going to be joining us on the podcast. He is. Like, we're going to have him, uh, I believe, Friday. Yeah, I think he's Giovanni, the cause, the amazing Emmy-nominated, hopefully yes. winner, uh, costume design, is going to be on the podcast Friday. We hope to have that out, you know, around the season finale. Uh, no, mid-season finale and everything. Can't wait to have him on the show. Uh, I mean, yeah, guys, I talk mean, to him about just the creation of this world, his way up through it. I mean, y'all know how we do interviews, yeah. And yeah. so we just want to have a great conversation with him. If you have any questions, please email them to us at Bleed TV Podcast at Gmail. Hit us up on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, let's, man. Let's yeah. get these questions. We're gonna we're gonna hit him hard with where he gets his vision and his imagination and everything else, and so. If there's any specifics or anybody who's inspiring out there to be one, don't be hesitated. Yeah. Let us know what's going on, and we'll, we'll we'll pop it into the podcast with him. We're really looking forward to it. But, I mean, just the way he's always able to make new appearances look so amazing. Like this red and black armor. Like you hear it three or four times in the episode. And then, bam, here it is. We finally see it come in, and it is quite possibly one of the coolest Yeah new designs we've seen like the little uh well, he keeps he keeps upstaging his own art he does. pieces and so it's it's fantastic um to finish out the widow and stuff so they're able to break out um they did have this really awesome fight scene where they're kicking ass and taking names um to the point where even so lydia is trying to buy him time um Goes and gets Tilda and Moon. They come up with a plan. They come in the same time. And all works through very well together. Yes. Um, to where she gets control. And this leads to the scene that I just absolutely well, I fell mean, in love with. Hold it. Give Tilda her credit with the amazing boomerang weapon. Uh, you mentioned that, but I was hoping to leave it off, man. Oh, How many man, times are we going to see the, I got the a, wanted scene? Th- this was the 100% the wanted scene. I was like, we're, we're going to make the full circle, aren't we? It only man. got like halfway. Yeah, I mean. She it, caught she, it cool. Like she it, did, but stop it. You're done with it? You're done well, with curving? this one was better than the other one. Yes. Where the other ones weren't even in like a really... Realistic way. A path. realistic moon a moon shape or arc. Or, these, these guys actually look like they were in a banana shape yes. of possibility. Um, I just, this one was like, hey, I've seen Wanted, but instead of bullets, let's just get the full scene. And I was just like... Another part of this too is, is that you know if you watch this and the, the, you... All right. Let's think about the mathematics or you know physics or whatever you want to call it. She throws this, and so you're cutting each of their throats. Yes. Okay. You're you're, you're telling me that these six guys are all the same height, <laughs> all lunched in the same position, 
and you're able to throw this thing with that and it never really slows down or loses its velocity after it cuts through six throats for it to come back to its original throwee. Yeah. This is where that bridge is way the hell on out there. And unfortunately, we've already seen it. And it was more ridiculous in the original one, but it's always just going to continue to be ridiculous. Let me let me let me, let me throw my two cents away to improve this. Don't do it. <laughs> well, Matt, or have him where they're semi lined up like a firing squad, and you can have somebody who either shoots, have Moon shoot one of his deadly darts that goes through their head because they're all in a row. Yeah, you know something different. And but then, I mean, still to go through six people, God, we're talking about the momentum needed. I, that's what I'm saying. It just, I mean, okay, but yeah, we we can go on. Yeah, that they just I struggle with that stuff. I just struggle. I mean, I, I, the rule of cool is great, but the, I can handle two or three guys getting cut. Six, is six, and yeah. you catching it back. No, it should have gone through six of them and banana into the to the walls at the other side. Yeah, I mean the only way like I you. see it is like if you're th- coming from a downward angle and like they're all progressively getting shorter and then it just sticks in the ground when it's all said and done. Right, there's no retrieval. No, and there's no you know, boomerang coming. So moving on. Okay. So anyway, this leads to the scene that I love more than anything, which is the firing squad. And I'm not saying I love it because of the firing squad. I'm saying it because they decided to shoot it at a time of day. It had a really cool lighting in the background. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet this was 100% natural lighting. They didn't have any other lights going on. The the little bit of a grayscale going on. Yep. The people, the the visuals of where they're shooting the camera from, the some of the stuff they say to each other, and then the slow mo of Emily Beecham, the widow, and how things were going through this entire scenario was Beautiful. flawless. Yeah, absolutely flawless. It was by far my favorite scene so far of this season. Um, and like I said, and it has nothing to do with the content of it. It was just how well it was done and put together, the scale, the coloring, the scale. You got lost in the screen. Man, yeah. I mean, I could watch 10 minutes of that scene. Just, uh, just It was just so, so cool of how well it was done. So yeah. bravo. Um, I mean, we're you, always talking about how they make the backgrounds, the cinematography, and extra character. And this was the best representation of it we've seen. Yeah, absolutely. Music, the whole nine yards. It was just fantastic all the way through. And so, of and course, you hear the air. And I do like that they didn't show their deaths. You, you hear the you hear the bolts firing. Well, they couldn't because you only had one person per thing. And right. I didn't have much faith in everybody's accuracy. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? No. Um, so, really cool. And, you know, that was kind of that. Um, so I really, really enjoyed that stuff. Yes. I thought it was really good, and it's going to be quite interesting to see where they go from based on what their plan is. Um, the other half of the coin is Baji, one of my favorite Sunny. parts of Sonny yeah. being a total just badass. Um, I mean, this was a Jackie Chan fight. Like, Yeah, he decides that, you know. It, I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. He's going to listen to the River King. Did you notice got the River King's hair changed? I did not. So I was like, something's not right. Something doesn't match with the River King. So I got, I took a still image of it like that. And so then I went back and watched some other episodes he was in. Mm-hmm. Okay. His hair. Because he's always got the big, like almost electric. It's a, very, it's a very tall, firm fro. Yes. Okay. His hair was not tall and firm and it was curlier. It was kind of longer. It was like longer hanging down. And hanging right? down. And it was a dramatic change. In one episode. 
And it was very surprising to me. Just like you would think that, I mean, his hair is a statement. It is. And so to see it being different, again, I don't know enough about hair considering that I shaved my head with my own, you know, shaver. And so I don't know if moisture in the air or this or things like that would change things so dramatically, but it was very noticeable to me. And it, I thought it was a detail that was a little off. Having a little bit of hair on my head, um, humidity definitely does affect it in different things, but it was drastic from last episode because last episode it was tall. You had the silver yeah, little patch was, right there and everything. It, it, it looked like a different hairpiece. The actor himself is, does not have this hair. That no. is not his real hair. No, not, uh, not He is spice. a uh, uh, an acting coach out of New Orleans, believe it or not. I've actually looked up his uh, social media and stuff, and he's a cool cat. Um, so that is not his real hair. So it makes me feel like they've changed the hairpiece, um, which is disappointing. But I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he, he says he, you know, there you were the boy they were looking after. You know, your sister. You know, the the, the bombshell drops. You like, have a sister. Do you think he sent him on this uh, extra side adventure just to get more time to realize, see if he could dig up anything more on Sonny? Oh yeah, this was one hundred percent a ruse of. I know he's going to come back. Yeah. Okay. And there's, you know, so that's why the second he Sonny left, he says, "You better get them boys here quick." Because what they've been looking for is here. Yeah. And so he knew that was what was going to happen. 100%. He knew that captain would give, lead him something, give him information back to him. Yeah. And I, I was a little worried that the captain wasn't going to talk to him because I thought Sonny might have killed everyone on the boat like MK did. Uh, I didn't get that vibe. No. Uh, when he did meet the captain, dude. All right. A little convenient. He, you know, Sonny's like, you're a hard man to find. They didn't really show him looking. No, he just magically appears there. Yeah, but, you know, I, I digress. It's uh, okay. Well, here's the deal. We didn't need 10 minutes of him yeah. looking. Like I said, I'll, I'll give you that. So when he goes to meet him, cool special effects. On his head? Or yeah. his uh, visuals on his head with this <laughs> crater. Uh, I did like all that. You know, red and black armor. It gave him the little details. You had a guardian angel. And you, all you do is go back to the River King. He's got a log of every single person. Well, I mean, you're just kind of gliding over his yeah. guardian angel, which yeah. if you had listened to our podcast with Sherman, he let us know Sonny has a sister. Yeah. Big, big nugget there. And I'm going to presume she's alive. Oh yeah. And I don't know how she's still alive because they said there was only two survivors. So I don't know if they captured her thinking that she was the catalyst and she ended up not being it. And now she's kind of being held captive or what, but I'm excited to find out. Ah, uh, she's alive. There's no doubt. Uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, you don't just say he has a sister without her being alive and planning to introduce yeah, her. Oh, yeah. He has a sister. I have a sister. Oh, yeah, she died years ago. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. What's work. the point of this again, then? Yeah. Um, but, so, I mean, how about him not even having memories of this? Yeah, so, it is kind of surprising. I'm excited to find out, like, there's going to be background of Sonny that we're going to learn about. And maybe we even get some uh, gifted Sonny, you know, in this background. Uh, this is one part I'm excited to learn about his sister, but I'm also very worried that they turned him into having the power. I mean, I thought he was going to get the power in this fight. Like, <laughs> no, I was like, they give it to him, Sonny. They want it. Show him what they want. No, no. I think it'd be really cool if we get some more background on Sonny as a young boy working with Waldo. Yes. But I, you know, uh, as, I as you still know, miss Waldo still have my hashtag out. Where's Waldo? Dying. We're, we're getting Stephen Lang. Where are you, man? Yeah, we're, we're dying on this hill, dang, dang. Ah, you're killing us, man. Um, but but anyway, like he comes he, back to the River King and everything. And the River King, 
I guys, I am a sucker for somebody who is fantastic with words. Littlefinger yes. will forever be probably my favorite character on Game of Thrones with just the way he was able to craft his sentences along with Tyrion. And when he said, I told you, why do I need weapons for and stuff? You aren't going to be harmed here right. by my men. By my men. I didn't say anything about anybody else's men. Correct. And the armor that everyone has talked about, that we were already talking about a little bit, some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen. It was. And this weapon, this retractable... Flail. Flail. Genius. It's very, really cool, man. I was just... Just like the th different things they were able to do with it. He was able to step on it to prevent it from retracting back in. They were using it to throw back and use the chain. Really cool weapon, you know. And then who knew? A ladder could be yeah. so deadly. Jackie Chan. That's the only other person I've seen because... Wow, yeah. I've seen him go in and yeah, out of the ladder. I mean, like, he starts using it. He's climbing rungs. He's throwing it down, breaking people's neck on it. I was like, okay, Sonny. You know what this fight reminded me of that I was so happy about? This was brutal, Sonny. Yes. This you was know, Sonny season, has fought several times. This was opening scene, Sonny. This was where he is truly brutal. When he breaks homeboy's neck on the ladder, Ooh. and then he you know, chunks the other fellow off the other side and kills him. And like This was the brutality that I've missed. Yeah, this is Sonny. Clipper, Sonny. This is, I'm doing whatever it takes to finish this mission, Sonny. And then the coup de grace of, I'm done with deals with you, is yeah. shoving the River King through the narwhal <laughs> spike. <laughs> oh! I mean, you always forget how long a narwhal uh, spike is until there's 18 inches of it hanging out past the dude. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I'm a little sad we lost the River King. But, I mean, you should be sad when you lose a character of this potential and magnitude. Yeah. You know... Do I but, dare say that he was stabbed through kidney, spleen, no, stomach he's area? Dead. He's dead. And insta-death. Yeah. Okay. He, he's not coming back. All right. Just, you know. No, but let, let's stick a narwhal in it. We're done with it. Stick a narwhal <laughs> He's, he's done those. Good gosh. Now, uh, he yeah. does find a picture of himself and his sister in the logbook. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really get any clues from the picture. No, I mean we we I assuming we haven't seen her, and it's just going to be a complete, almost cold review. I think she finds us be, instead of us finding her. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'm totally with you. And I'm excited to see what that family reunion is going to be like. And then, you know, the other nugget was Baji and uh, Lily. You know, aka the River Queen. Yeah, the River Queen now. <laughs> A River Queen babysitting service available <laughs> with Baji. Um, the uh, I thought it was kind of cute. I liked what you know when he's being a bumbling idiot and the baby laughs. Yeah, kudos to the baby scene. You know, usually like baby babies can hurt TV so badly. They've it, done a great job. I they've mean, done a pretty I, good job of this. I know? even said like season or the beginning of this. I was like, I'm terrified of the baby. I didn't know if they needed to be nursing the baby for concussion. Or anything else because of the fight scenes yeah, earlier. Just happy and, that the baby's still alive after the was it uh, I mean, shaking infant syndrome or yeah, something. I mean that bag has got to have like copious amounts of styrofoam. Or uh, that's a revolution helmet. helmet yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, if you've ever you know, played football, like there's the old school like construction bowling ball ones, and then there's yeah, the revos. I with mean, the, and that, that's what kid. this baby's got. He's got like nice little foam air protection. Wow, you know. Let me get uh, that backpack. <laughs> Of course, Baji makes the offer come with, and she's like, no, you know, like you said, the River Queen now, and they've got a destination. Uh, yeah. Do you, know, you, do you think we see her past the midseason finale? 
Because, I mean, I think we could see her for the next episode at least, but... I could see her come back in as a drop-in character for a important part. Yes. But not... I don't see her as a steady regular. Uh, I'll give you that. I see her I being... I can see them going somewhere and then they need an escape via boat and she happens to be coincidentally or is a part of it and then she runs her course that yeah. way and that's all she wrote. Or there's like a big battle somehow and stuff and they get word and she, or she hears about it on a CV radio. I know they're not using CV radios, but it's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, some form of communication. But, yeah, that's what I feel like is that she's got another nugget. And I think that's the best way to use this character. I really do. I would agree. Well, considering she's basically, uh, you know, denied him and – uh, you know, you're expecting a goodbye shag or something. And I was like dying. There's a lot of comedy with it. Yeah, I was dying. Especially like when they fix the boat and everything. Like they're sitting in and then like the steam comes up. She's like, woo! Yeah. Uh, it, it, they had a lot of fun with this They had episode. some fun with it. You know, you can tell Nick Frost has a good time and uh, kudos to all that. So, you know. And I think that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, I mean, the episode was just a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, one of my faves, you know, there was a couple little details. I'm like, eh. But some of the stuff that happened in the episode was just really good. I loved the merging of certain characters. I loved how... Um, um, you know, I'm but, a little iffy on all the potential showmances that this show is going to lead us down. Yeah. Because, I mean, we do have, what, Moon and Lydia, which is definitely looks like that's going to happen. A lot of shipping going on. Uh, Gaius and Widow, which I think there's definitely going to be some issues. Oh, yeah. There's that. no doubt there. Right now, it's romancing the knife. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, who knows? By the end of it, it's going to be Baji and Sonny's sister. <laughs> like, oh, good like we, God. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, actually, what Baji's going to happen is, is that I know why. Uh, another reason I like this episode is Baji did not have a miraculous he, conclusion. He didn't. Or I know someone. But if he does know the sister or he used to date her in another life or whatever like that, then I'm going to throw something at the TV. Oh, you know he's going to have had a past relationship text, with Sonny's I'm sister. I'm going to text Al Goff and be like, <laughs> WTF, dude. <laughs> like, seriously, this is how we had to introduce a sister. Yeah, really. This was the best thing we could come up with. Yeah. yeah she was on my, uh, you know, my bricklaying team when we used to build monasteries. Or, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> that's my sister, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, as long as there's no conclusions or comments, Yeah, as, as long as he doesn't have we'll be a... Fine. Happenstance coinkydink with uh, yeah. Sonny's sister. I think we're going to be okay. I think we'll be it. solid. I think we'll be solid. But guys, do remember, uh, for, we are going to be having the interview with Giovanni. Uh, cannot wait. Um, we're trying to line up a few other people. Maybe get them in before the seasons. You know, midseason wraps, or we'll have, or just during the, uh, the off season. Whatever. Make sure if you are interested and you know some people, this, that, whatever, don't hesitate to message us, talk to us about it, email us, tell your friends, whatever. Uh, really want to make this a, a good experience for uh, Giovanni. We think he is definitely in par to win an Emmy. And the opportunity to get to speak to him on this pod is going to be is epic for us. And so we want everybody to be a part of it, enjoy it, and uh, move on from there. Absolutely. So, uh, guys, I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, we're looking forward to the next week. Um, well, as far as I know, is the midseason finale. Yes. Um, and, and and until then. Yeah. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all then.